What's up, everybody? It's your man, Pastor Daryl, joined with none other than Mr. Next Level Living, Jeremy Jermaine in the house. Jermaine in the house. What up? What up? What up, Jay? What's up, family? How you feeling, boy? All is well, man. Glad to have you, man. We we both been running, doing some things, yep. trying to yep. trying to get this grind on, man. That's it. Trying to get this grind on. Trying man. to touch these people. Bible say a man that don't work don't eat. Ooh, I like to eat, D. I like I to like eat. To eat. I'm a little greedy, bro. I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a little greedy, so I, I'm definitely one yeah. man. I want my family to eat, and I want my kids' kids that I don't even know about to be able to eat. My kids' kids, no doubt, no doubt. What you been into lately, family? Man, just um, you know, just traveling, trying to get it. Speaking, I um, I'll be home for the next like week or so. So uh, it feels good to be home for a while because I was probably in like maybe seven different cities and like eight or nine days, bro. And it started to take a little toll on my health. You know what I'm saying? Folk want that grind, boy, but eh, that thing ain't no joke. But I'm good. I'm home and I'm ready to get it. They see the glory, but they don't know the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they think yeah. it's glamorous just being able to hop on plane to plane to plane. But when you got a wife and kids and look, it's just your body, period. Your body be like, look, bro, I don't need to be on the airplane with all these sick bro. people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be honest. Like when I first started, it was so cool to jump on airplanes. I'd be like, man, she know what I'm saying? I'd be like, oh, I gotta fly here. It's 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 just crazy, bro. Perspective and what you get used to and what excited you back then don't excite you now. That's why this has to be your purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or else, you know what I'm saying? You'll get burnt out and you'll want to do something else. So I'm yeah. in it, I'm in it for life. 100%. 100%. I'm right there with you, family. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Let's talk about this storm, Irma. Man, Ooh. listen, I'm from Florida, so I'm, my prayers are definitely with him. I got family from Tallahassee down to Miami, uh, even some in the Keys, man. And the Keys, like I remember the governor saying, like for real, ain't no place safe for you. Ain't wow. no place safe. If you ain't haven't evacuated now, like our prayers are with you. And straight you know, up, it's it's just out of control. Yo, he put man. something out. He was like, yo, it's your fault. Yeah, like if you get hit. That's your bad because you refuse to get help. Yeah. And then the drive time has been crazy. I had one of my homeboys, um, James and Vanessa, they came up from Tampa to find refuge with us. They're actually Jules' godparents. Mm-hmm. But it took them like, I don't know, two, uh, twice as long to get here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's you know what, what it was for my pops, man. He lives in West Palm Beach, and that's an eight to nine hour ride. Nine hours for some senior citizens like, you know, my pops. And um, yeah, man, he left on Friday morning at 11 a.m. He didn't get to my house until Saturday morning uh, at 530. Wow. So it was yep. an 18-hour ride. Yep, and what should have took my people six hours, end up taking 12. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy, bro. Definitely crazy. You know, I, I've been seeing how the storm has been shifting a little bit. Like, you know, first it was going to hit Miami as a direct hit. And I know what Andrew did back in the day, like in 1992. That yeah, was I heard about nuts. That, Dude, like there were yachts just all crashed into each other. A lot of, yeah, it was, Andrew was crazy. And this storm is the size of doggone Texas. So you're talking about a storm that's covering the whole state. Even if wow. Miami was going to hit a direct hit, here we are, We both of us, you and I, we live in Atlanta, and we about to get some of it. So, yeah, this is a bad storm, man. But, yeah, I know the guy who created the, the winds and the waves and the water and, oh, and sure. everything else, man. So, you know, yeah, we're not going to sure. give Irma no credit. We're giving God all the credit. But we yeah, also asking sure. God, like, hey, we know you created this thing. Can you just keep our people safe? <laughs> uh, why are you doing your creation and doing whatever it is you're doing? So, uh, yeah, man, prayers up to everybody in the South Florida area, Fort Lauderdale, uh, definitely in Naples, uh, Tampa, who's on the west coast of Florida. My mom lives in Orlando. 
So, uh, yeah, man, everybody in Florida, be safe. That's all we can say. Yeah. Be safe. My boy, John, our boy, John Boston, he's down there. He boarded up his, his family's crib uh, down in the Fort Lauderdale area and, and was able to be a blessing to some other people and, and help them to get the plywood and everything all over the windows and the shutters and all that. So, yep. Yep. Major yep. prayers for everybody who is in that area. Listen, man, we wanted to uh, talk about responsibility of community today. Yeah, responsibility of the community. Last episode, we were talking, we talked about a lot, man. We talked about uh, Floyd Mayweather and his win against McGregor. We talked, just a quick recap for those who weren't listening. We Hold talked. On, What's I'm up, sorry. man? What's up? I'm sitting here looking. I'm, looking. I'm looking online now, and there's people out here in the Keys and in Miami, like they reporters. Right. Bruh, you an accountant. Right. <laughs> Bruh, people is crazy. My bad. I'm just sitting here watching. Yeah. Like, yo, cats is out here doing their own reporting. The thing uh, is, it's on. like, you know, they're, they're like storm chasers or See, whatever. They play. But yeah. Playing. Like, what? Why? All right, so let me be real. One of my favorite movies back in the day was the movie Twister. Twister. Classic. I love Twister. Yeah. Like you said, classic movie or whatever. But I've always asked, why would you chase a dog on tornado? Like, get out, bro. That, that just don't make sense to me. See, uh, so people, they got paid for it. These is regular cats. Yeah. Like, yeah. these are regular folk. Anyway, it's crazy. Yeah. Back, back to your regularly scheduled program. I'm just tripping. <laughs> talking about Irma. I wanted to get an update to share with the people. But I'm sitting here watching folks now. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, people playing with the storm, man. They're playing with it. Yeah, like, and, a, and a hurricane is something you can deal with. You can deal with the hurricane. It's not that bad. But it's the storm surges. Like, like for real, you can't survive that. You will drown. Yeah. Like you will drown. You're you're more likely to either drown in a hurricane or get hit by some flying debris. And bro, it just ain't worth it, man. So it's crazy. Yeah, like you said, if if something happens to them people, it's their fault. Yep. It's right, it's their fault. Yep. But yeah, but man. Yeah, Conor yeah. McGregor. Yeah, Who was we talked for. I was going for Mayweather. I wasn't putting my money off of him, man. You you gotta uh-huh. always bet on, on Mayweather. Like folk probably gonna lose their mind. Um, but I go for the underdog. No doubt. I think Mayweather is talented as all get out. 50 and no, I'm very happy for him for the money he made. I ain't mad. I, I respect everybody's hustle. But I was going for I want I can't say I was rooting for Connor, but I like the underdog. I mm. like the fact that he like, yo, I ain't afraid to step in here with you, mm-hmm. even though I'm not on your level. Yeah. I'm not afraid. I just, I feel like I relate more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I can't really relate to Money Mayweather, who ain't never lost, who all he do is win in the flash. <laughs> I can't relate to that. I can relate to more so to the Conor McGregor, who years ago was homeless, struggled, and found, and bounced back. And, and now, because he operated with such a spirit of excellence, now he's able to cross over from the UFC into boxing. Um, at least True. for this one big match that made him a lot of money. So, yeah, much respect to Mayweather, but I was low-key hoping. Um, and I actually was traveling, so I was – I don't know where I was. I was somewhere, so I didn't watch the fight, but I was low-key hoping that I would cut the TV on to see that McGregor, uh, he got that win. But, yeah, I wasn't surprised that Mayweather yeah. won at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And no doubt, man, I know this is kind of like a recap from last week, but, you know, the thing about Conor McGregor now, even though he has begun his boxing career 0-1, you know, a lot of people look at that situation and say, oh, man, I lost my first time out. You know, how many people try something, start a business or, you know, get into a relationship or they they, they try to launch something and as soon as they 
you know, swing and a miss, strike three, you're out. Right. <laughs> and, and they try to act like, oh, man, well, because I struck out or because I lost, I took that L, this must not be for me. You know, uh, I, I liken it to trying to cut a tree down. If you take an axe to a tree and you hit it one time, that tree ain't falling. So a lot right. of times what people do, man, is they'll, they'll hit that one spot. Oh, man, this ain't cool. So then they hit a thousand different other spots on the tree and they wonder why the tree ain't fall. But it's consistency, though. If oh, you yeah, hit, hit it over and over and over again, that tree going to fall if you keep hitting in that same spot. So yeah. while that first one might have took an L, it's your thousand time. You know, it's, the, it's, the, it's not so much the, the L's that you have taken. It's the wins that you have collected. So, yeah, I just challenge everybody who may have, you know, this might have been your year. You said, oh, man, I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to do what I got to do. And now here it is. We in September of 2017, nine months in. And you're like, I just don't see what I'm hoping to see on the scale. Well, guess what? Do me a favor. Just go till January of 2018. That way you will put a solid year into it. And then by then you'll look up and you'll say, you know what? I was committed because sometimes the, it may not show up on the scale. Sometimes it might be in your clothes. Sometimes it might be in your mindset. You know, the fact that sometimes you was able it to might be in your arteries. Like, OK, you don't have as much. You feel me? Yeah. I have an heart attack. Yeah. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. So, I mean, I look at it like this, man. Jordan lost a whole bunch of games. Kobe lost a bunch of games. LeBron, I don't know what his finals record is. What is it like? He's been there eight times, something like that. Only got three rings. People so, say, but, hey, but look, people see McGregor lost. But shoot, he won in my book. Like, look, if you, if you watch for the me movie, too, for sure. Which is one of my favorite movies. What made Creed so dope is that he didn't win, but he won because he hung in there. Hundred percent. That's powerful, bro. For Conor McGregor to land the punches that he did to to be as dominant, there was some because there was a few rounds where people gave it to McGregor for him. That people were saying he ain't gonna get one punch in, but right, ten <laughs> rounds. Yeah, and he made a lot of money. I wonder if he got training and he fought him again in six months and then he fought him again a year from now. Mm -hmm. I wonder how it'd be then. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. And for those of y'all that's quitting, whenever you lose, you know what I'm saying, or things don't work out, that's whack. You know what I'm saying? We got evidence that if you keep grinding, you keep fighting, you say you will not be denied. Yep, that's how you're going to blow up. 100%, man. So, yo, so let's shift it, man. Let's talk about responsibility of community. You know, here it is. Mayweather earned over 100 million on this fight. McGregor, he got his money over 300 million. Good. Look, good Lord. Wow. (laughs) 300 million on on one fight, you know. Uh, And I shouldn't even say one fight because he's been fighting his whole life. Uh, So it's it's what he has been been doing that has allowed him to have this $300 million payday. But the bottom line is my man earned a big payday, big paycheck. Conor McGregor earned a big paycheck. You know, yep. we talked about last week or on the last episode, man, how LeBron has put 1,600 kids in college. You're right. So LeBron James, you know, multimillion dollar athlete, got a bunch of endorsement deals and whatnot. He's saying, I'm not just going to use my platform to show you I can ball. I'm going to show you how you can win in life, too, whether you pick up a basketball or or throw a football, uh, baseball, whatever or not. He was like, I want you to be smart. And LeBron has decided to use his own money, man, uh, to send 1,600 kids to school. I look at now juxtapose that to, to, to Mayweather who just earned $300 million. I believe you brought it to my attention. We was on our prayer line, Jeremy, where, you know, Mayweather has interviews where he's talking about, yo, I, I ain't got no, he didn't say he doesn't have love for the community, but he basically said, look, I'm not a charity house, right? Mm -hmm. What is the responsibility you have to the community that brought you up? Some people say, listen, once you get up out the hood, you don't need to go back to the hood. 
That's it. You up out of there. You use your gifts and talents to get out. Let everybody else use their gifts and talents to get out. Then you have some people saying, I got to reach a hand up, hand back so I can help somebody get up. What, what are your thoughts, man? I, I feel, um, let me be, let me be, let me say this first. I feel like since it's your money, you can do what you want to do with it. Yeah. Period. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's your, like, can't nobody tell you what to do with your money. But I, I do think that you've got different people who have different values. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, Lord willing, I would love it if Tracy and I could live off of like 20% of our income. Right. They even invest a big chunk and we can give away 40-50%. I would like that, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be one to give and, and help others. But when you look at Mayweather, and I'm sure he does things. I've heard him doing great things, giving people some a veteran fifty thousand dollars and stuff like that. But when you say on national television, I don't owe nobody nothing. I don't owe the hood nothing. I don't owe Detroit nothing. They were for me when I was homeless and trying to grind. And okay, the people don't owe you nothing, right? Um, so we talk about social responsibility. Should these NFL and NBA ball players stand up and say, "Hey, I want to stand for injustice"? I mean, should they? I mean, it would be nice too, but it's not a crime. It's not a crime. As long as Mayweather pay Uncle Sam, good. He ain't got to start no programs. But for me in my house, I know mm-hmm. what you're doing, Daryl. You know, but we just different. Yeah. And so um, I think that everybody's different, but it's not a crime. But it would be refreshing if every time he made a hundred million, you know what I'm saying, he put three, four, five million, a small percentage back into schools. That that would be refreshing. And I don't know what he's doing behind the scenes, but when I saw that one interview where he snapped, it was like, I don't owe nobody nothing. I thought that was a, a bit unfortunate. So here's the thing. I think that, yes, the responsibility to, the responsibility to community uh, does entail finances because you and I both know this firsthand. Ministry takes money. You yep. can have all the grandiose ideas in the world, but if you ain't got no bread, like, <laughs> like for real, you, you got to be able to do that. But here's the other thing, too. Even if Floyd, again, I agree with you. It's his money. He could do what he wants to with his money. He earned it. It is what it is. At some point, though, what is your social responsibility? Even if you're not going to give your money, can you at least give your time? I don't know if Floyd is doing this or not, so I don't want to knock my man. But this is this is for this is for anybody who has reached a certain platform. You've reached a certain status level, and and your income reflects that. Even if your income don't reflect that, Jeremy, like for real, what yep. are you doing to better your community? Yep. If you ain't got yep. the money, are you giving your time? Are you giving your talents? What are you doing to help you give make somebody time. else's world better? Well, see, I'm, I'm a, so when I hear you say give your time, I feel like, man, ain't nobody tripping if Dwayne Wade show up at a soup kitchen. Like, he ain't really making an impact. But at the same time, that might spark something inside the new generation to where young people are like, yo, dude, if Dwayne Wade giving back, maybe giving back is cool. No doubt. Like, that's why when you go in the libraries at schools, you see Shaquille O'Neal. I always see the Drew Brees posters where they say, and, you know, basically they're trying to show these athletes reading and mm-hmm. how it's fun to read. Yeah. Like I, but, it ain't, but it's not a crime. That's my biggest thing. It's not a crime if you don't do it. But I, I wish it would be done more. I wish they would be more vocal. You know, all of these athletes and all of these entertainers when it comes to social justice, I wish they would do more. But unfortunately, they don't. I don't know, bro. I think it is a crime. 
Like for real, it, <laughs> I, it, it, it may not be a, a, an illegal on the books, you know, in, in the court system crime, but, but it is it, a shame on you. It's a shame on you. It is a yeah. crying shame. That's what it is. If mm. you cannot give back to your community in some way, shape or form to make the neighborhood that you chose to live in a better place for other people to want to live in there. You see what I'm saying? So but they, well, I will say this: They didn't necessarily choose. Like I'm sure Mayweather didn't want to grow up in the in the drug and crime infested home and neighborhood, but he fought his way out. He fought his way out, literally, no pun intended. He fought his way out, but at the same time, so if if where you grow up isn't necessarily your choice, like you don't have a choice where you you know where you live, where your parents have you living as a kid, and yeah. he was able to fight his way out. But now that he does have his way out, what about them other kids that's looking at a hey, Floyd? You know, can I get I don't have the hands that you have. I don't have the skills that you have. Can you at least help me get out? I'm not saying you give me some hand me downs. You know what I'm saying? You give me a poor man's fund. But I am saying, is there something that you can do for, for me who may not have the same gifting or skill set as you? How can you motivate me to leave the hood, too? What, what can you put in place to ensure that if if the rest of the block wants to get out, we can get out? So so. So, so let me be all the way balanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mayweather, for one, I know he's taking care of his people. No question. He got security. He people. got a whole squad. He got people on his team. They all on his payroll. Right. So I really don't know. A quarter of his earnings probably go to the government. Another quarter or fifth probably go to payroll. Okay. So he might only actually keep half of what... Like, I don't, I'm, I don't know. But I do know that he's taking care... You know, of his people there, but I just, I guess, for wishful thinking, like, what if he went, you know, saying once a month to a school and just spoke life to the kids and was like, yeah. Look, y'all, I made mistakes. Basketball, football, boxing might not be your way out, but you're smart, man. You'll be surprised how far something like that could go. That's what I'm and, saying, and man. For me yeah. and you. Like, they might not hear this podcast, and I don't know what they're doing. Mayweather might be speaking in schools. He might be going to group homes at detention centers, but that's why, D, I'm grinding, I'm praying, I'm putting forth the work. We building something special so we can have that impact. But he may not be doing it. Throw it out. It's like when you get money, you want to hold on to it, you want to spend it. I'm a little different, bro. I'm like, yo, I want to have some nice things. But to know that I could put somebody in your college, to know that I could give somebody a roof over their head, to know that I could help some kids in, in another country, you know what I'm saying, get treatment and clean water. Boy, that's priceless. No question. I mean, at the end of the day, you are challenged even on airlines. Put your own oxygen mask on first before you help somebody else out. I get that. So you want to make sure your family is taking care of your team, your squad. I get all that. But after that, then what? Because my, my challenge with Floyd's narrative is if he's going on national media saying, I don't owe nobody nothing. If he's going on social media saying, hey, not not the phone book challenge, but you putting a hundred grand up to your ear talking about, oh, look what I got. You know what I'm saying? He has his money bag where he walking around with a couple million dollars. You're saying he, he making the rain in the strip club. I, what I'm saying is the narrative doesn't show that he's trying to help his community. He might be, but he ain't publicizing it. And I get the Bible says, don't let the left hand know what the right hand is doing. I get all of that. However, if you can publicize you making it rain for a stripper, certainly you can publicize you going to a boys and girls club and you giving back to them, shooting ball with the kids, something. 
You yeah. see what I'm saying? And maybe that's his PR folks. Maybe he don't want that image out there. No disrespect to Floyd Money Wayweather. If you listen, I'd love to have you on the podcast. We can, we can interview you, family. I'm just saying that you have certain athletes and, and people of prestige and in certain places that are they're using their platforms to make an impact. And the floor might be thinking, hey, I'm using my money. When I make it rain in the strip club, they got their rent paid for the whole month, maybe three months. No, I don't know. Stop. Stop. That's <laughs> that might be, hey, but for real, that might yeah. be his mindset. But then you have those, you have those that's like, yo, I will not bow down. Mm-hmm. You right. got those like um, like Colin Kaepernick. That's no like, question. You know, I'm not your slave. You yeah. Say you want, I don't think this is right. I want to bring awareness to it. And they like, all right, well, you won't work again. And he like, bet. You don't see him out here begging. Right. Now, I think he should have a job by now. I hope he gets one. I think that his PR team can do a little different, you know, take, take some different approaches. But I think it's interesting how you've got two different, you know, elite, you know what I'm saying, um, athletes. And one excelling and don't care about the people, the other one that does, but it's unpopular. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 sex and drama and stuff like that, like that sells. It sells, no it's question. Positivity. Ain't nobody really rocking with that for real. So, you know, so for those of you listening, these are just our opinions. So you might ask yourself, well, I'm not making millions of dollars. I'm not in the position to change the community. You know what I'm saying? But if you were, like what type of person are you? You know, if you were in the position to give millions or or, or ten thousand dollars a month or a thousand dollars a month or volunteering, like do you? You know what I'm saying? Because I know cats that made it from the south side of Chicago, that's successful, that's making six figures, living the American dream, and they ain't doing nothing for the south side of Chicago. Mm-hmm. They ain't volunteering the Boys and Girls Club. They move out to the suburbs, and they're not even thinking about that. So I think the social responsibility goes beyond just sports and those in the entertainment arena. I think just for the average everyday person, there's a lack there, you know? And yeah. I think that there's a lack when it comes to the church as well, and that's a whole nother conversation. No, we definitely want to talk about that too. Matter of fact, you brought it up. Let's let's get into it. Like we got a few more minutes left. You know, yeah. I was going to talk about how you know Trump with this DACA repeal and all that stuff, and and the responsibility we have. As a matter of fact, we could tie the two together. You know, most churches in North America, the reason why the Christian church is growing in North America is is due largely in part to immigrants coming here. Right. Whether they're coming from um, Caribbean countries, whether they're coming from Hispanic and Latin American countries, the Christian church is growing because of those individuals migrating here. Let's not even talk about, you know, the economy and other things, but the church is doing that. What I don't see the church doing, we're talking about responsibility to community. I don't see the church standing together. I hear a few churches here and there talking about it, but as a collective, I don't see the church talking about a Trump, why did you repeal this thing? This this isn't good. Because here it is. Now you're talking about deporting kids who didn't even come here on their own volition. They didn't they, like they ain't had nothing to do with that. Their parents brought them here because they wanted their kids to have a better life. Now the kids have been here. America is the only country they know. You see what I'm saying? Right. So so why is it then that our responsibility as a as a Christian church to the community isn't you know, why is why is it that we're not standing with them as well, much as we could be or at least being as vocal about it? Well, I think that's I think that that is a bit. Um, I, and I, I hear what you're saying and I agree to an extent. I think that is a bit of a stretch. And I think it's unfair. It's almost like saying, why do black people do this? 
like, well, all black people don't do it. Or like, why do, why aren't, you know what I'm saying? Why are cops always, well, cops aren't always, you know what I'm saying? Um, stereotyping or profiling, but there's a small percentage. So I've been, a, there are a lot of churches and I don't know what percent. I think there are levels to it. You know, say out of a hundred percent, say out of a hundred churches in North America, I don't know if 40% have outreach programs and community organization centers. I don't know if 10% do them. I don't know how many of those churches have things overseas. I'm not sure, but it's it's not the norm. And I don't think that there's a unified front. But then there are some churches that's doing amazing ministry. They're no doing doubt. some amazing things in their community and they're adopting villages and orphanages overseas. But when it comes to social justice, ooh, they quiet. Yeah, that's they what I'm quiet. saying. It's, it's almost like they we pick quiet. and choose. They got an, they got an excuse for everything. Yeah, that Trump does, and I'm like, yo, that's a serious problem. Like, it's okay to be like, yo, this wasn't right. Like, there were some things that Obama did I didn't agree with, but I'm not hundred percent. Hundred percent. I'm not dumb. I know that there are certain th- bills he can only pass. There are certain things Congress just not going to let us go. There are certain lobbyists and all sorts of things that happen behind the scenes, and so I just feel like when it comes to the social involvement within our country and the lack thereof, I feel like our churches should do better and can do better. Some of them are doing phenomenal jobs. Some of them are doing okay jobs. Some of them ain't doing nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm not sure if it needs to be a unified front, if there's that one leader, because it's not like it was back in the day with Dr. King. You've got several different leaders out here trying to step up, but it's just unfortunate, man. So I think there's a major responsibility there that needs to be had. Yeah, no question, man. Our churches could definitely be doing more, whether it's DACA, whether it's social injustices, whether it's hurricane relief. <laughs> you see what I'm right. saying? Natural disasters, whatever it is. We, our responsibility to our community is to say, listen, especially as Christians, this is what Jesus did. You know, it, it just baffles me that we have over 30,000 deno- Christian denominations, you know, who just view the Bible differently. But one way we should not... what. The thing that should unite us is that Jesus was about the people. And I think all of our churches should definitely be about, you know, meeting the people's needs or whatever. Listen, whatever y'all think about both of these topics, man, you know, whether it's Floyd Money Mayweather, people giving their time, their talent, their treasury, resources, whatever. If you agree or disagree that the church should step in in, in these areas and, and at least have a louder voice, uh, but most importantly, be united. Whatever your thoughts are, man, leave us a comment, a review, uh, and let us know what you're, what you're thinking, man. And let us also know, don't just complain about the situation. Let us know what you're doing to make the situation better. Mm-hmm, what yeah. are you doing to make your community better? You have yeah. gifts, you have talents, you have resources, you have things, man, that God has blessed you with, not just for you. Your gift is not just to make you wealthy. It's to make other people great as well, whatever that gift is. And I just challenge all of you listeners, man, to be great and help somebody else be great as well. Jeremy, we're going to wrap this thing up, man. Uh, yep. I, I want to know, man, just a couple of things that that the church can do. Give give a, give us a couple of things, and I'll give us a couple of things as well that you think the church can do to make the community uh, a better spot. Uh, I think for one is that the church should make their presence felt. So a lot of churches I work with in the past, they're big on trying to get people to come inside the church and trying to to disciple them. And I'm like, okay, I hear you. I'm like, but yo, let's get to know them. Because when I come to a church and speak, if I go to the house across the street or the apartment complex across the street and I say, hey, do you know this pastor's name? Have you ever Mm -hmm. seen this pastor before? And they say, no, that 
is a problem. So I'm like, yo, let's just feed the people. Let's love on them. Let's bless them. Let's stop by from time to time. Let's find ways to build relationships with these communities. So I would just start right there. The biggest thing is building relationships. We ain't trying to disciple. We're not trying to convert you. We ain't trying to invite you. Let's just build relationships because when you have relationships, not only will they come, but they'll stay. And a lot of times we're real effective in getting people to join our churches, but because there are no relationships that they stay for two, three months to never return again. And the church has wasted all this energy, all the time, all the resources. But I think relationship is key. And Jesus was very much relational. And I think that when we have a relationship with the community, we'll know exactly what the community needs. We can make sure that we fit their need and we'll be the relevant church that God has called us to be. 100%, man. I love it. I love it. You know, one of the ways that I think that the church can be, uh, and, and when I say the church, y'all, I'm not just saying the building on the corner. I'm really saying all of us. We are all the church. I think that one creative way is to adopt a family. Just find, as Jeremy said, a, a neighborhood down the street and, and take that uh, Take that neighborhood and say, okay, I'm going to adopt this particular family. I'm going to adopt this, this, this senior citizen. I'm going to take care of her grass and cut it every two weeks, make sure she takes yeah, care good. of. Right? I'm going to talk to uh, the, the kids and, and just you know buy a little $100 basketball hoop or something like that and put it up in the driveway or put it in the church parking lot if you want to and just shoot ball with the kids, man. Let them come through after school, whatever the case may be. Adopt a family. Okay, Take that family and for the next year, just pour into that one family, whether it's a single family, whether it's, you know, a family of two, yep. three, four, five, a hundred, I don't care. Just take that one family and adopt them in the community. And I think, man, it'll go a long way. Um, another thing that you could do is uh, uh, um, instead of asking people, and, and Jeremy kind of said it already, man, instead of asking people to come to the church, just go to the people, find out whatever the needs are in said community. So maybe you can go to your local police station. Maybe you can go to your local congressman, set up a meeting with them and say, hey, what are the needs? What are you dealing with? And if your whole church don't want to do it, you take it upon yourself to 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 identify the need, assess the need, and then help meet the need however you can. You know, if homelessness is an issue in your area, maybe you take one homeless person and just say, listen, I'm going to rock with you, man. I'm going to do the best I can to maybe get your resume together or get you some clothes. When I go buy me a shirt from the from uh, uh, the mall, I'm going to go get you a shirt too. Mm-hmm. We're going to buy two. You know what I mean? Whatever we got to do to help out, man. And those are just, some, man, listen, I got a whole workshop on things the community can do. Uh, but do me a favor, leave us a comment and tell us what you are going to do to help your community so we can all be great, man. The responsibility to community is great. The gifts that God has given you was great. And let's all be great together. That's all I say. Jeremy, you got any final words for the people, man? Man, look, do something. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's always something that can be done. And I believe that as we look to be a blessing to people, as we look to serve and not just to take, I think that's really what's going to blow us up. And that's what makes America great. Not trying to move different people out, but us saying, hey, how can we work together? How can we coexist? How can we help serve and and pour into one another? And so that's the type of stuff I like to celebrate, man. I want to challenge every viewer and every listener to ask yourself, okay, how can I be better? How can I give back? How can I make an impact? How can I be relevant? How can I make somebody's life better? That's the power of life right there. There it is. You heard it here first, man. I've got evidence, my brother, my sister. 
that you can be great. And I've also got evidence that the responsibility to your community is greater, man. Do me a favor, get up, get out and get something, help somebody be great. And I promise you, man, what's to come will be better than what's been. I love you with the love of Jesus Christ. Always remember that you've been called to something greater. Until next time, do me a favor, simply go and be great. Peace.